0: Welcome to the Simplified Budget Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Olmstrom, financial coach for women and the founder of the Simplified Budget. On this podcast, you get to hear live coaching sessions with amazing women who are seeking support around their money as they navigate life changes and financial challenges. These sessions are meant to inspire you and guide you on your own unique financial journey. Welcome to the simplified budget. Hi. Hi.
1: How are y'all? I'm good. So funny because you're in another location. <laughs> I moved my office around. Did you-
0: Yeah. So it's still, it's just oriented in a different direction. So I used to be facing that way (laughs) with, so the windows in front of me, it used to be to my right.
1: Um, I love working with the windows in front of me too. So I love that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't do it before. I think I had it set up like this way one other time, but I had, like other furniture in other spots and it just didn't feel right. So anyway, we're back here and yeah, I like it a lot. How are you? It's been a couple of months.
1: Yeah, it has been. I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I was like, you know, thinking about all this stuff that I've been switching around and changing and it's just so funny that like now when I think, oh, I should do this, like I just do it. Right. Like we talked about before, some of it was just like my confidence back when it comes to my budget and just stuff. I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this because this makes sense. And I just was like, oh, look at all these wonderful things. I can be like, I did it and I felt great about it. And here we are going.
0: <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Okay. So I have a few quick questions. I definitely want to keep this, um, brief, <laughs> which is not my, not my strong suit. Um, but I think the first thing is just kind of like, would you be willing to share sort of a download update? Like just what's going on any changes or updates since we last chatted, which I think was about, I want to say it was about two months ago, um, kind of end of March. We're now recording end of May, um, live time. This is going to be published in a
1: couple days. Um,
0: so yeah, just any updates since the last time we
1: chatted. Absolutely. So my, um, my focus has shifted. Well, my focus has shifted. I've come up with a new plan of how I wanted to pay down some of that credit card debt that I had. Um, I know at the beginning of the year, we're excited because some of that the child support money was coming in. It's it's not at the moment. Um, and just looking at like how aggressive I was going to approach my debt and stuff, it's like, well, if I, if I look at the balance of kind of like behind you know, support in that way. And and when it's on my credit cards, I'm like, okay, well, once that gets situated, this kind of taken care of, like, I'm still paying all my minimums. I'm still tracking it, but it's one of those things where I'm like, well, all that money you thought was going to come in to pay that didn't. So instead of feeling like I have to make that up, I'm like, okay, well, that is fine because that's what the intention is for that. So I have been strictly budgeting with only my salary and my reimbursement for the childcare. But the wonderful thing about that, particularly like April into May, um, I don't know if you remember, I was like, oh, I get paid on the 6th and the 20th. I don't. I actually get paid every other week and I don't, every two weeks. And it, it confused me. It was this whole thing. So I actually get paid <laughs> every two weeks, so which was nice. And so I had a three paycheck month. And so basically my current strategy, and I'm, I'm most of the way there, is just getting that one month full, one month ahead and paying my bills um, is kind of my current focus, as far as kind of that like saving slash paying ahead goal.
0: Beautiful.
1: Yeah, and then, and then continuing to use my sinking fund. Like I've I've made that the priority. That like the first, the first transaction I usually do is is getting the money out of my checking account and into my my separate sinking fund savings account, which. Um, I'm getting ready for my auto insurance renewal in like a week. So I'm actually comparing prices right now and getting ready because I'm going to be able to pay that in full, which will come out of the sinking funds. And it's getting me used to that process where before I didn't have like the fill it up, use it down kind of back and the forth. And so I'm kind of excited to be approaching that situation and being able to do that completely for the first time.
0: Oh, awesome. I love that. So what feels like, um, what feels like the biggest change, like internally for you, like what just feels the most different or unexpected or kind of moments where where you're like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is what I do now. This is how I am now. And like where you're sort of noticing that pattern shift, what has that been for you?
1: I mean it's a 100% the fun money situation
0: Ooh. where
1: yeah yeah um, maybe it's my own demise last month but <laughs> 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 that's okay though. Uh yeah, it's definitely the fun money where I'm like it, you don't have to feel restricted. You know, and I and I did kind of switch out um you know, I had kind of like a lump sum in, in fun money but I hadn't really delineated out into like the family fun or entertainment. So I, I, I did do that. And so I guess it's a lot of it is that family fun and entertainment. And then little bits of, of me, my personal fun money kind of trickled throughout just feeling good about like, Hey, you want that? Just get it. It's fine. You like it. Cool. Like I got myself a cool new glass water bottle. Why? I don't know. I liked it and I wanted a glass water bottle. So I did.
0: Yeah. And I think when you get to that point where it's like, you know, it's, you know, the money's there for the things that you want, you, we stop. um, I know that this was so true for me, like when, when the money was available and I had that sort of like inner knowing that I had, I had a choice, like it was up, you know, if I wanted to do something, I could do something The like urge or the, um, almost like the pressure to go spend money was released. Um, I don't know if that really makes sense, but like, I I think part of, part of why I would spend money so randomly or so sort of like in this like pressure cooker feeling way was to relieve stress elsewhere. It was like some, like I was going to, um, like make myself feel better by spending money because, Money was really stressful. It was like this horrible cycle, right? And so when you can sort of step out of that and build that that buffer in around you, where now it's like, if I want to go spend money, I can. Like it's there, it's available. That peace and that contentment releases a lot of that like urge then to go do that, like go spend the money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because that feels better than spending the money sometimes. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's huge.
1: It does. It. it kind of like tunes you into that emotional spending in that way. And it's like the money is there. So like, if I am consciously aware of like this urge to spend is coming from, like you're saying that the daily stressors or whatever, the money is there. So I can make a conscious decision, like, yeah, spend it. It's fine. Or, you know, oh wait, but I could you know, save for this, or I could do this with it, or I could, and it's like those other things. I'm like, oh, that's so much more important. I don't want to emotionally, it's, it's, it's definitely rearranging how I approach some of that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, still spend my money. But yeah. oftentimes it's like, yeah, that urge, that urge to just spend it to relieve the stress isn't there because I'm like recentered. when the money is available, you want to spend it less, which doesn't make any sense necessarily.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're paying attention to your thoughts and you have put in that, that effort to create that circumstance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think there is something to the, um, the stress of not having it available and then seeking that gratification, that dopamine hit of spending of going out and taking that action. Um, so, you know, that's, it. it is, it's a vicious cycle potentially. So. Yeah.
1: And that action step is now, okay, transfer to savings instead of like, okay, you swipe the card or okay, do whatever. Mm -hmm. Like the action step is like, oh, put that in savings. Even if it's not like long-term savings, this is like, oh, keep that for next month. You wanted to do that fun thing next month. So, so put it there. Don't spend it right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything that still feels kind of tricky or um something you're still working on intentionally like what sort of the next like what do you focus on right now what are you hoping to improve uh the rest of this year
1: so after making my realization about kind of where I was at with the debt and how I how I kind of want to plan to pay that off that plan's kind of in place but I think like as we get into the second half of 2022 I do want to get a better handle and focus on how I want to continue the long term um I am going to be sitting down with, uh, like a financial, uh, like the like advisor, whatever, um, to go into, okay. So you've got your 401k. Okay. You've got this savings, you know, do I do a brokerage account? Do I do, you know, some sort of like short term high yield savings and that. So I, I do have, a. Uh, a meeting scheduled to go over some of those options as well to see how by the end of this year, I can really feel confident in, in the way of where my long-term savings is Mm -hmm. Um, also because it's relevant, not necessarily something, it's something I'm working on, but in a different kind of way, I do have the opportunity now where um, in the next probably 12 months i will likely be relocating for my job wow so yes so there's a lot of stuff happening in that regard and it's brought up a lot of opportunities and um, potential promotion there in the next 12 to 18 months so it'll be about 2 years after i got there but it's just something that i'm definitely excited about I'm exploring. So some of my intermediate savings goals are also kind of just like eyeing that and, and how I can set myself up for success for that next year. So I'm excited.
0: And you are so like, you're so experienced in transition now that (laughs) there is, it'll be a walk in the park. And, um, it's such an example too, of, um, like Um, this, like a positive transition where it's still going to have its, its bumps and its hiccups and the, like the planning, which can feel kind of heavy, but the, um, like you're going into it with so much, um, like freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. Right. And so such a cool evolution of like the transitions of Deb and like the, you know, the different stages, Mm -hmm. but, um, this is like the, the ultimate, like I'm doing something for me. This is my choice. This is like so expansive and there's absolutely nothing wrong with where I am now. Like it's, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's it's been so excited and really like it's something I had been thinking about for probably a month or two, but really in the last like two weeks I was like, oh nope, I'm doing this. Like it's gonna happen. Um, so when we talk about it now, and my managers are like, okay, you know, maybe the company will pay to get you down here, um, you know, and like we're we're really exploring all the options so that way when it does happen, everything is just gonna flow. And so now instead of saying like, oh if we move or whatever. Now me and my daughter both actually are saying, well, when we move and, and really just kind of excitingly embracing that next transition in a way that, you know, I obviously haven't done in a very, very, very long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So another thought too, you know um, when you mentioned the financial advisor and just sort of goals for the second half of the year, it's time too to sort of unplug from um you know what was i who was i following what was i reading about mm-hmm. getting out of debt like um figuring out like how to make things work right and sort of elevating that that seeking like that education that inspiration that motivation um and that you know the irony here is that when you and i started Working together, and before that, I mean, just um, when you joined my community, I was um, sharing a very different message for various reasons. This mm-hmm. podcast episode, but <laughs> join my group if you want to hear the whole story. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good but, story, but essentially, um, essentially, you know, like I, I'm definitely like sharing a different message now too. And it is very much more elevated and abundant and exciting and growth, um, you know, growth mindset focused. Um, mm-hmm. All that to say that's a shift that you're definitely going to want to make too, because that is um that is a, a mindset and a not that it was a bad mindset for where you were, right? Don't get me wrong, but your circumstances are different. Where you are in your own mind right now is different. And where your money is and how it's coming in and your thoughts about it are different. So making that intentional shift um, to graduate from what you were seeking and consuming and um, allowing to take up, you know, really prime real estate in your brain, (laughs) (laughs) Um, we can let go of and move on to um, something a little bit more motivating, a little more scary, right? This idea of like really elevating and, and, you know, creating a legacy, um, building wealth, whatever you want to call it. So I think that's exciting too, to sort of say like, Oh, yep. now is the time to do that. Like that's not in the future anymore. That's, that's a now thing. So.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. And you're right. Like I definitely noticed, you know, maybe some of the articles that are popping up or, you know, maybe some of the conversations I'm having has definitely shifted because like that, I literally, before I, I made the appointment with the, with the financial um, advisor plan or whatever, I had called my friend. I was like, Hey, you, you have a brokerage account, right? Can you talk me through just like your experience? Like, like we're having those conversations, you know, we're not talking so much about, which we do still support each other in in whatever venues we're following, but like we're having the conversations even just interpersonally about what we're doing and how we're planning and how we're building, which is a really great place to be. And then also share that with the people that are close with you and also kind of on that movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Other, other things to share thoughts, anything else?
1: Yes. I actually wrote it down and I text you. Um, it's so funny because as, as much as it was nerve wracking, you know, to talk about all of my stuff, it's, you know, it's like, oh man, I miss it because it like really helped keep me on track sometimes. And so it's like, wait, I miss not having those conversations with Katie where she can kind of give me that nudge. Like, are you, are you following up on this? Are you doing that? um and so i probably am not i'm still following quite closely everything probably not quite as much as when you know we were in the depths of it the last couple of months but I'm like man now i miss my sessions it doesn't feel weird <laughs>
0: hey i haven't i haven't gone anywhere so i know
1: i know i was like oh i have to get this figured out and uh <clears throat> in touch base yeah it's it's such a great feeling and like that just I feel great about knowing I have the resource now too. You know, we talked about that a little bit. It's like I have the resources. I I can see what I have. And then technically, like you are a resource with all of your own knowledge and experience to share. And I love being able to tap into that.
0: Well, I missed it too. And this is this is finally the formal official end of the season, it's been hard. Like I haven't been able to put a close on it because I knew we were going to do a recap. Um, Mm -hmm. and what's so cool is the next season is, um, airing. I can't believe it's almost June. It's in three three weeks. It's going to be airing three weeks. Um, so just really exciting to start that over again and, um, know that this is sort of in itself a legacy, um, something that people can come back to and experience and listen through mm-hmm. and um, gosh I mean if someone listened to the intro episode right that we did oh. and then this one yeah <laughs> like, what a what a fun evolution and period of growth um, And what's so interesting I mean when I reflect on it is that absolutely, everything that has happened and sort of like how you've handled everything and where we are now, like, it's not surprising to me. And this is one of those annoying things like your parents say, like, oh, I like, I'm proud of you, but I'm not surprised. Right. (laughs) So this is one of those moments where it's like, I'm super proud of you, but I'm not surprised. Just based on sort of that, like you were always the kind of person who was going to, you know, have a really great six or seven months working with me or not working with me. Like you were going to make things happen regardless. Um, But so much of that came with your willingness to do the work, your willingness to put yourself out there, uh, whether or not we were even recording, like even just in the conversations with me, um, your willingness to allow things other than money to come into the conversation and realize, oh yeah, it's all connected. Um, And so much of it is based on what I think about things, how I react and, um, how I choose to trust myself, make myself wrong, you know, all, all the ways that we impact our, our day-to-day with money, with how we feel about money, how we handle money. So, um, all that to say, like, I think you definitely from the beginning, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be good. (laughs) And, but it is still just remarkable hearing the shift and, you know, on on paper, but also just in your, in your voice and in the words that you're using and how you communicate about money and how you feel. So I just love that transformation. And um, I'm so glad that it's available for people to witness and gain insight from for
1: years to come. Absolutely. And I think, you know, sometimes that's like thinking back to that at the beginning, it's like, you know, there was a lot of fear you know, letting a lot of my decisions be that financial or, or just personal in general being led by fear. And then I think I've definitely come out the other side of that because yeah, I'm not, I'm not fearfully investing in my future. I'm like, Oh, by the end of this year, I'm going to have a whole other plan in place. And I'm going to be, you know, excitingly approaching this, this new Avenue. And, and also to the extent of there's been a lot of different things and I'm sure many people have this, but like something hard happens and you kind of get through it. It's like every day you're just living your life and then, okay, you're just on the other side of it. Right. And you're not really sure how you got there necessarily. Like just, just living it. I love the opportunity. Like this lives and shows like, this is how I got through that that hard place. And that's motivating even for myself being the one who lived it and being like, oh, that's how I got through it. But hopefully also then to everybody else, like as an example of, you know, one hard transition, well, there's a couple of transitions, but one hard thing that one of us did that we all can relate to and we can, can, you know, use as an inspiration to, to get through whatever it is that we're trying to conquer right now.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. This, and that's exactly what this is for. <clears throat> and now you have your own personal guide mm-hmm. recorded. <laughs> you, know, you can, you can sort of pinpoint a few sessions, um, you know, where you get a little bit of a talking to <laughs> and some. I some- love that a little, I don't want to say harsher coaching, stronger coaching, more persuasive coaching. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, where you can sort of coach yourself almost through what's going on based on what you've already experienced and just reminding yourself of that. Like I, I can do this. I've done this. I have the evidence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost like we've talked about this before tapping into that feeling of like, what does it feel like to handle this, um, mm-hmm. to, face this head on. That was something you did so beautifully in the six months is like something came up. i you know, you faced it head on, there was no hiding or like, I don't know what's the word, like shirking away from something. Um, and so just those reminders like, Oh yeah. Like handling it is kind of just taking action. It's setting myself up for success. It's preparing a little bit. There's no magic. There's no like fancy, you know, uh, formula, right. For any of it, it's just sort of these basic principles that are easy not to do, but kind of also easy to do. So it's just that reminder that on the other side of these basic things is a result. So taking the time and, um,
1: having that faith to take action is huge. Yes. And actually something that just kind of came up for me is like, what are the other kind of like things, like unspoken things that I I got out of of all of this and I'm continuing to carry forward is like, I don't carry the shame like I used to. Mm. Like that is something I think we identified kind of in the middle, like at the, I mean, at the very beginning is like, there's a certain level of the reason I wanted to attack my debt was, was, you know, had some guilt or some shame feelings attached to it. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I don't have anymore because, you know, through our conversations and, and discussing, you know, why we make the decisions we make and they're the best for us at the time. Like there's no shame in that there's no, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing what needs to be done, however that looks. And so I think that's kind of one of the other, I don't know if we've ever talked about that before, but I really don't, I don't really feel that way anymore.
0: Yeah. 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 Which is fantastic. And I think a lot of that is that can help, propel you forward too, right. That's something that can kind of keep us stuck. Um, because we're focusing on the negative and it's so hard to move through it when we're so focused on it. So I think that's a great lesson. Okay. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap this up and just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again for helping kick this off. And, um, Certainly, if, um, you know, this is the first episode you're listening to, folks, go listen to the whole season because it was amazing. So thank you so much, Deb.
1: Thank you for going on this journey with me.
0: Thank you for listening to The Simplified Budget. I am so grateful for you being here. Please let me know how you liked the podcast by leaving a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a coaching session away to as a big thank you. Please share this podcast with a woman in your life who would love it. I know that communities throughout the world will be affected in a powerful and positive way when women find joy through financial freedom.